This is Hunting Land, the podcast for landowners and land hunters with how-tos for habitat management and land investment. If you own, manage, or dream of owning land, this is the podcast for you. Clint, this week's show, we're going to be talking a little bit about land investment, but not something that you uh, necessarily think of when you think about owning land. I know there's a lot of ways to make money off of land, and today we're going to be talking about a little bit of an alternative way. And it's a little bit of a misnomer to say that this is making money off of land because it's, it's really more about creating value off of your land. So today we're going to be talking about swapping hunts, swapping uh, experiences on your property for experiences on other properties, whether it's for hunts, but also being able to swap for experiences that have nothing to do with hunting. Have you, have you uh, been able to swap anything on your property? for something else. I mean, I know a lot of guys, you know, it's not just about hunting. I, I've got a couple of good friends that actually swap turkey hunts on their property for, for land management. Have you seen a lot of that going on? Yeah, a little here and there. You know, we do, I've seen some people swapping, you know, turkey rights for land management, things like that. If you've got somebody that's a big deer hunter, but not a turkey hunter, you know, but this is a new concept. I mean, when you start crossing genres, like we'll see when you get into, you know, vacation homes and things like that, but you know, as far as making money, while it's not an income stream, it is a cost savings if you're one of those landowners that likes to travel and, and hunt or fish or just looking for a vacation. Cost savings is the same as income, and usually it's got a higher value because you don't, you not only save money, you saved your time and effort to get there. Yeah, and you're saving on taxes. I mean, I, one of the things that people don't think about every time, every time you do a swap, if you're doing, if you're trading something for a dollar, well, you'd have had to make a dollar twenty-five to end up with that dollar. So it really does have a, a lot of possibilities. And today on the show, we're talking to Slade Johnson. Slade is the founder and CEO at tripsfortrade.com. And he has quite an interesting story regarding how he got into this business. Slade, welcome to Hunting Land. You know, here on the show, we talk to guys who own land or want to own land. Making money off of your land is a big part of the reason why a lot of people decide to invest in land. And uh, you've got a, an alternative way. I'll say make money. It's not really making cash, but it, it is creating value for landowners. So tell us a little bit more about Trips for Trade. Well, good morning, guys. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to do this and excited to tell about our story and uh, kind of get the word out there. But but yeah, so so first of all, I like to kind of start with our with our story and how it how it all began, and um, that goes back to just growing up on the farm. I'm I'm from Butler, Alabama, and small town where you know every weekend and every evening after school, I was I was in the woods with my my dad and my granddad. And one thing he was especially fond, my grandfather was especially fond of was was turkey hunting. So you know, I grew up with just a great desire for that, and. Um, when I was in middle school, he had one bird left in his grand slam and I desperately wanted to go on that trip with him. And, um, I was like, grand, can I, you know, can I please go? And he said, well, once you get to college, we'll start your grand slam. And really what he was saying is it was a boy's trip and, uh, he wasn't going to take the teenager along with him on that, on that hunt. So I'd always kind of held him to that and look forward to, to starting my grand slam with him. And I guess I was a senior in high school. He started getting sick. And then my freshman year of college, uh, he passed away unexpectedly. So, that was, you know, really the toughest thing I'd been through. That was my best friend. That was my hunting buddy and really was kind of struggling in that time. And so my dad was that next spring was like, why don't we start looking at doing your grand slam kind of in memory of your grandfather. And I was like, you know, that'd be awesome. So started looking at different outfitters and 
saw how expensive it was going to be to to go on these three other trips and um you really didn't want to ask my dad to pay for that knew i couldn't pay for it and so i was like well why not swap a trip my grandfather's had you know friends and buddies from all over the country hunting with us all through season um he's always you know bartered a, a hunt here for a hunt there with with buddies he'd met along the way and i was like you know we've got great eastern hunting in west alabama and um, you know, we'll just swap a turkey hunt here for, for a hunt, the other hunts. And so anyways, I posted on a, a social media app and said, you know, great Eastern turkey hunting, looking for, um, you know, different subspecies. Well, a guy in Colorado commented back saying, man, we're covered up in Miriam's. Uh, you're, you and your dad are more than welcome to come up here and hunt with us. He said, but I hear you guys have hogs in Alabama. Would you care if we came and shot one of those? And, and I just laughed and I was like, you know, absolutely. You and your son can come and, and kill as many as you want. And um, so we ended up making a, uh, agreeing to make a swap. Him and his son came to our farm and both killed their first hog. And then my dad and I went to Colorado and that was really, you know, we had such a great experience. We've been back every year basically since then and actually just, uh, applied and, and got a archery tag for mule deer this year in Colorado to go back. He still comes and brings his son hog hunting. Then my dad, me and my dad still go out there and it's really a neat experience and a relationship that we built through this. But from that first experience, we started looking at all the buddies through college that I'd been swapping surfing in California for turkey hunting in Alabama or Alabama football tickets for deep sea fishing in Orange Beach. And really not necessarily knowing that we were swapping as much as just saying, you know, making a friendship with somebody along the way that had something and, and inviting them with you. And in return, they always just invited you back to their place. And so started realizing that this could be something. It could be a business. It could be a lot bigger than than just a turkey exchange platform. Um, so did our due diligence and realized that nobody was offering the the interchange between different categories. So that's what led to Trips for Trade. Um, and, and Trips for Trade now is comprised of a you know a platform that lets you swap trips in the categories of outdoors, adventure, vacation, and sports. That's interesting. So you don't have to be a landowner per se that has access to hunting. You just have to have something in those categories and you can trade that for really anything in any of the other categories that that person's willing to do. Correct. Yeah. That's, that's what's really neat about this. And, and something that we're, you know, a big goal for us is, is being able to recruit new hunters and, and outdoorsmen in general. And, and I guess one of the big declines in that space is, is the access to property, access to private property. And, and what's really neat about this is somebody can leverage the, that vacation home they have or, you know, cabin in the mountains or season tickets to a football game and, and use that to, to swap to be able to get access to that private property. Clint, you, you've got access to some good hunting. Have you been able to swap any hunts over the years? I donate a few every year to, to charity to raise money, but the some of our closest friends that we duck hunt with and fish with since I was a kid came from a similar situation. It was a donated hunt, duck hunt to DU to help a small chapter get off the ground in the town, a small town I'm from. And uh, I'm from Jackson, Alabama, not too far south of Butler. And uh, anyway, we hit it off with the guys my dad did and said, you know, we got a lot of deer hunting. We don't have a lot of duck hunting. Do you guys like to deer hunt? And a relationship was born that's lasted almost 40 years. Since then, we hunt every duck season opener with them and they hunt in every deer season ending week or weekend with us on top of that all of our kids are friends you know we expect this to go on for generations and it was all born from this same type of idea we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to continue talking with slade johnston with trips for trade 
Hey guys, we get a lot of landowners that want to know, how much is my land really worth? We've recorded a video series to explain exactly how we determine that. Just head over to landhunting.com slash go to get the series. I'm confident it will help you achieve your land goals. And we're back. Today we're talking with Slade Johnson. Slade's the CEO and founder at tripsfortrade.com. And he's showing us everything we need to know about being able to swap hunts on our property. Well, Slade, uh, it's really interesting your story because if you've if you've been lucky enough to be able to travel a little bit and do some hunting in areas outside of your you know your home base, you tend to hear this over and over again. It's like you know I was elk hunting in Montana, for example, and out there, all those guys wanted to know about was they wanted to know could they come to Alabama or come to Florida and kill an alligator, or could they come down and and uh, hunt hogs because they don't have that there. The grass is greener, you know, and and it's something different for them. Whereas they've been elk hunting since they were old enough to carry a rifle. You know, every just about every guy that you talk to in the South wants to go out west and hunt an elk or hunt a mule deer. And uh, absolutely. And but those guys, they just want to come to the South and do something they've never done before. So it really is a, a uh, something that everybody is looking for. So I want you to tell me a little bit about the specifics of the platform and what somebody needs to get started. So how how would somebody go about getting started on the platform? Yeah, absolutely. So when you go to tripsfortrade.com, we have uh, you have access to look at all our listings. We have trip filters. Right now we've got trips in 42 states and nine countries, so so pretty spread out. We just just today added uh, three trips in South Africa. And so you have access to kind of see what's available. We're growing we're growing that every day, so you know new new trips are being added. And then you know, you see something you like, or, or even you just like the idea, then you have the ability to create an account on there. And so what that entails is we, we do charge an annual membership. It's $99 a year. And then that allows you to put as many different listings up as you would like and go on as many different trips as you would like. And what we're seeing from our current users now is um, everybody that's left a review from, from trading through our platform has said that they've saved over $1,000 on that trip comparably to like an outfitter that's really saying, you know, you're going to most likely 10x your investment there to, to use our platform, not only to, you know, it, that's just if you go on one trip. And so once you, once you create an account, you have the ability, like I said, to create as many listings as you want. So we have a form where you can set all of that up. You put in the details, you put in the photos, several really high quality photos is very important because that adds to your credibility for your listing and let somebody know what they're getting into. Then we'll approve that. We'll push it live. Um, then as you're looking through different trips that you you know might be interested on the site, you can message them. Or if somebody runs across your trip, they really like what they see, they can message you and then we will connect the two of you to to make a swap. The next step of that is, you know, once you both kind of verbally say you're interested, then we'll send over what we call a member trade agreement uh, to kind of keep both both parties accountable on the swap. And then, you know, lastly, you know, you go to their place, in return they come to your place and and, and hopefully have a, an incredible experience. So if I understand you correctly, uh, let's just say I've got, uh, you know, access to deep sea fishing in the Gulf of Mexico and I want to trade that. I would put that up as a listing. Now, do I have to go out and say, I'm willing to trade this for, you know, XX and X, or I'm looking for XX and X, or do I just put it up and say, Hey, I've got this to trade, contact me, uh, with what you've got, if you're interested in doing this, or is it both? Correct. So basically, we leave it as as open as 
as you want it. So you can, we have a box that's called trade interest where you list what you're interested in trading for. And we kind of see it across the board. Some people are, have very specific interests. Like I only want to go out West and kill an elk or I only want to go alligator hunting in Florida or Osceola hunting. But then some people are, are just, you know, put open for inquiries or, you know, open to anything related to hunting or fishing or, you know, open to any vacation, you know, so it's, it's pretty, it can be as broad or as specific as you want it to be. And then that lets us know too, or, or really lets the other users know that when they're scrolling and looking at the site, they can see like, you know, is it worth reaching out to this person based on what they're interested in? I, I can see that one of the major benefits of being a part of the platform is, are some of those protections that you talked about. So, you know, I guess uh, I would imagine most landowners and most folks that are going to trade anything, their their worry would be who goes first, you know, like if I'm trading a hunt for a hunt or whatever it is, if you come and or, you know, football tickets for a hunt or something like that. Well, if you come to the football game, there's no way to get that back once you've used it. So what you're telling me is, is that y'all work that out ahead of time to put some protections in place for each of those parties so that if one person for some reason, and it doesn't sound like it, I doubt that it happens very often, but if something were to happen, there are some protections in place for both parties. Correct. So yeah, as I mentioned earlier, that we call that the member trade agreement. And this is basically like a business contract. It allows you on the front end to, to go through and list exactly what you're offering and exactly what the other person's offering. And you both agree to those terms. And we have some language in there that says, you know, if this trip falls through after one of the trips has taken place, then, you know, you will remedy those, those losses there. And that could be, you know, paying for the trip you took. That could say uh, maybe, you know, you talk with the owner and, and work out a, a different trip to take them on um, because they're going to show you a good time in return. You're going to want to make sure you take care of them as well. But again, this, this member trade agreement allows you to kind of have that in writing, keep both parties accountable. And then something that we're working on developing now is, is also going to be like a accountability deposit is what we're going to call it. And so this will allow both people to put some money in escrow. And then once those trips take place, then we'll release those funds back to, you know, back to the appropriate people. That way, both both parties are held accountable and, and both trips take place. And if one were to fall through, then the, you know, that person's accountability deposit would, would go to you. So that's, that's one aspect. Um, and then, to, to go along with the member trade agreement. So a couple different things we realized that, you know, there is a trust factor put into this, what's really cool. And what we see with, with everybody so far that's traded through the site is um, you're building, you're going to have several phone calls with this person before you ever agree to swap. You're going to build a relationship with them and, and kind of hear their voice, get to know them. You're seeing what you're getting into. And if anything sounds off, then, then don't go ahead with a trade. But as long as everything sounds right, everything is lining up with their listing everybody's been every review we've got back so far has said one of the questions is you know did this trip match what their their trip on on trips for trade showed and every one of them has said yes you know so everybody's being honest and like i said what's really cool is is just the the experience is almost better than than if you were to pay for a trip in general too i I can see being able to really earn some brownie points as much money as as hunters spend on their land if you could turn some of the ownership of that land into something besides a hunting trip, you know, like if I could take a turkey hunt or a hog hunt or something that I can do on my land and turn that into a vacation with my wife where, you know, she's able to, in in essence, enjoy it, but not necessarily be out there 
hunting. You know, she's able, we were able to turn that into something that she may enjoy a little more. Uh, I could see some major brownie points coming from that. We spend a lot of time on here, Joe, talking about how to make non-productive parts of your property more productive or profitable. And if you relate that to, you know, those time sponges on your property, like catching and removing hogs and, you know, think of how to turn that into something that actually has some financial value to you, you know, or if you're one of those people that's really intense on doe management, but it's, that's fun for a while when you have to go out and shoot several dozen does a year off a big track of land, that gets to be work. So if you could turn that into a trade for somebody where they get to bring their child out, who's, you know, not a big hunter, but we'd like to, to change that, let them come out, sit for a few days, take out some does with you, really get excited about the process. I mean, this just has, has benefits all around. Yeah, I could really see that. I mean, and like you say, Clint, if you can take a an area, I mean, how many guys have access to land, whether they own it or lease it, but how many guys have access to land? They've got a camp sitting there that sits vacant for a large part of the year that they can now be turning that into something that someone else would enjoy doing very much. And maybe you don't have time or maybe you just don't enjoy uh, doing those things like you're talking about. Uh, if you can turn that into doing something else. That's a big benefit. I could see that. So Slade, tell me, man, I want to hear some, some cool swaps that you've seen. What are some cool swaps you've seen? Absolutely. So this spring we had at least, I believe four different guys finish their grand slam through the site. So that was really neat to see, you know, it all got started with me going after my grand slam, which I myself finished through the site two seasons ago, but see some other people be able to check that off their bucket list as well. So that was really neat. Um, we had a guy, I guess, two weeks ago, or go to a, uh, I mean, to Hawaii and shoot an axis deer for in exchange for a hunt in Kansas. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, we, I mean, we've really seen a, a little bit of everything. A lot of a lot of turkey hunting. That's something that that's kind of we have a lot of turkey hunters on the page, and and they're they're looking to finish their Grand Slam or go after the U.S. Super Slam, and and so they'll swap a turkey hunt in their state for a turkey hunt in your state, and. And so that's a lot of, of what, who's using it. And a cool one that I actually personally just lined up and it's kind of talking about earlier about getting out of the doghouse with a wife is a guy we had listed in the Bahamas reached, he actually reached out to me personally, one of my listings on the site for hog hunting and uh, wanted to swap a vacation in the Bahamas with, he's got a fishing boat down there and uh, on Man of War Island. And he wanted to come to, to shoot some hogs in Alabama. So I'm going to actually take my girlfriend and, and my parents uh, because they work so much and hardly ever get to travel. And the four of us are going to go to the Bahamas and, and have a vacation, maybe stay for a week, do some fishing. And uh, and then him and his son are going to come to Alabama hog hunting. That's really cool. It, like you said, it allows you to just leverage, you know, we'll let anybody come shoot hogs for free. Uh, right. But now in state exchange, we're building a friendship and, and we're also getting a, a vacation that we just got to pay travel expenses for to get to. It's real, also really interesting. You mentioned that you just just had some listings for some South Africa. Is that were those hunts? I mean that that's something that, you know, when you can start stepping across cross countries, that's really cool. Were, were those hunts in South Africa that they listed? So the the three that we put up uh this morning were one's a photo safari, one is a hunt, and then one's a fishing trip. It, it's all the same guy. He's um, you know, like I said, most people list multiple different types of trips that they have access to. Um and this guy he's got an outfitter out there but but he's also you know they come to the states for three or four months out of the year to go to trade shows and and do marketing and so they want to go on some trips while they're here and so he's more than willing to you know let you come there and hunt with him and 
you know, you're, you're not going to be able to shoot one of everything, but he might let you shoot two or three different animals. And, and then, you know, if you wanted to pay for some other animals, I'm sure you could work that out. But, but in essence, you know, you, you'd still be able to go over there and have a great experience. And, uh, when he's in the States traveling, he wants to, I think he's got hunting and fishing listed there. So he's open to, to dis- different hunting and fishing trips. Well, Slade, it was really interesting getting to uh, get a little, get a little bit more information about trips for trade. It really does seem like something that, uh, I know a lot of hunters out there have had the thought, you know, they've had the thought of, boy, if I could just trade what I've got for what I want to go do, that'd be really cool. But then when it comes to like the practicality of putting it together and, and uh finding those people that are willing to do that i think that's where most people probably lose their steam and it seems like trips for trade is basically taking all that back end work that's involved with putting together a good swap and uh made it a lot easier for people to do and also giving them some protections to be able to feel feel more comfortable doing it in the first place if folks want to learn more about trips for trade where should they go Thank you. Thank you guys, first of all, for having me again. This is this has been great talking to you and, and being able to tell our story a little bit. The best place to go is tripsfortrade.com. That's our website. Uh, we will re- be releasing an app before too long, but, but right now just tripsfortrade.com. Um, we also would like to offer all your listeners a, a coupon code for um, to, to use the site. So if you type in hunting land without the apostrophe, um, we'll, we'll do a 10% off of that annual membership. So you know, go check it out, tripsfortrade.com. If you want to reach out to me directly, you can at slade at tripsfortrade.com. And if you have any questions, happy to answer those and look forward to, you know, helping some of your listeners find some new trips to go on. Well, thanks again for joining us today and uh, good luck with the rest of the season, man. We'll, uh, we'll check back in with you soon. I'll, I'm going to jump on there. I got some stuff I'm going to swap out. What are you, what are you going to do, Clint? You got some stuff you're going to swap? Yeah, I'm already browsing. I've just already identified a few I want. I'm trying to brainstorm, Joe. Right. Well, just don't uh, don't offer to swap anybody to go fishing with you because I don't think that's worth a whole bunch. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd definitely go to their place first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Slay. Well, we'll talk to you soon, bud. Hey, thank you, guys. See ya. That's going to wrap it up this week on Hunting Land. We appreciate your reviews wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like us to email you the show each week, just email us, pros at landhunting.com be happy to answer any questions you may have about land ownership land investment got any show ideas like something something that you'd like us to cover just let us know at pros at landhunting.com we'll see you guys next week